You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. What is the overall score of the military this year? Well, it's marginal. So if you had a score of one to five with one being very poor or an R, we assess the military very weak to five being very strong, it's right in that middle category, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason we use the word marginal as opposed to okay is you might get the sense with that other word that, well, it's okay. You know, we've got what we need and, and we're marching off. But uh, marginal really is meant to convey this sense that you know, you're kind of on the edge. Mm-hmm. You know, if it gets any worse, you're going to be weak and you don't want to be there. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it sacrifice for it we will not surrender for it now or ever welcome back patriots this is the gunny and you're on the patriot cause going to start something new today it's called the military scoop so what i'm going to do is i'm going to present information about what is happening in the military that unless you do research or go to certain websites you're not going to get this information because the main street media hates the military they don't even want to talk about it in most cases because they think america is untouchable because they're elitists and they're in bed with the globalists. So they think uh, we don't have to really have a strong military. We just have to sit at some table and talk to globalists and everything's going to be okay. They're going to leave us alone and they're going to take a take America out of their global strategic agenda as an enemy. They really believe this. They don't think that other countries believe that America has the strength to defend America or that we're getting weak and we can't defend America. That is the truth. That we are getting weaker. And they know that and they see that. Now, why is this happening? It's because the culture is infiltrating like it has done in the past into the military. But for centuries in this country, the military has always used the strategy of a strength of military to control or guide the people in the military instead of the other way around. And thus, we're fighting some tremendous issues today in the military. It it has, you know, partially to do with the budget and how much the military gets. I understand all that. 
upgrading equipment to the latest and the greatest, all that. But see, all that equipment must be operated by people, one form or another. Even the drones are operated by service people. And if these people are not top-notch, then there's a weakness in America. There's a weakness in our military. And this is what we're dealing with today. It started around 2018, 2019, when the culture started infiltrating the military. And it's bringing down the personal strength of the military. So I'm going to start off with the 3rd of August. And this is an article from military.com. It's a great place to go to get the scoop of what's really going on because the military is not going to tell you about this. And if they do, they're always going to tell you a good story. They must. They very seldom want to tell you the bad things. And when they do tell you something that is happening that's bad, they always come back with the same excuse. Well, we're going to introduce new training. We're going to make our people better to, to, to make this problem go away. This is how they always do it. But see, if the culture is delivering weak people into the military, all the training in the world is not going to change it. You must have strong patriots that love this country to have a strong military. So this first article is F-35 ejection seats problem was discovered three months ago, but the Air Force kept the jets flying. A widespread issue with ejection seats that impacted hundreds of aircraft across the U.S. military last week was first discovered on an F-35A Lightning II back in April. But the Air Force didn't ground its jets for three months as it did the investigation. So this is the woke military. There's indication of equipment that's failing that could actually cause a death of a pilot and, by the way, civilians. Because if that aircraft is flying over civilians and crashes, then you're going to have other deaths. So this is just the first article this month. Every article that I'm telling you about happened in this month of August 2022. The next one is about the Pentagon and China. China could overtake the U.S. in space without urgent action, warns new Pentagon report. And this is from the American Military News on August 25th. 
by Jacqueline Felcher, the United States could be eclipsed by China in orbit unless it unites around a common goal for space, as it did during the race for the moon a half century ago, according to a report released Wednesday. China is working to become the world's dominant space power. They're doing a good job of it. Economically, diplomatically, and military by 2045, according to the State of the Space Industrial Base Report of 2022, which was written by officials from the Space Force, the Defense Innovation Unit of the U.S. Air Force, and the Air Force Research Laboratory. So this is the Air Force telling the Pentagon China is exceeding or going to exceed us unless there's some dramatic changes in our space force capability. They argue that the United States must quickly act to maintain its advantage over Beijing, including using more commercial technology and setting long-term bipartisan political goals. So you can see just from these two articles that the military is not ready in general, for what is going to happen soon with these globalists and these other countries that are looking at America as weak, just like the guy talked about in the introduction. You see, we are mediocre at best when for hundreds of years we was the best military on the face of the planet. And we proved it in the wars. Virtually all of the wars that we fought. But politics and culture always destroys the strength of the military. So when we get back, we're going to talk about the army and you know barracks and housing and all that we're going to talk about veterans that are denied payments that they should have had through the va we're also going to talk about again the culture and how the citizens going into the service are not ready or do not have the patriotism that is necessary to ensure the safety of the military and the ability for us to go to war. So don't go away. You don't want to miss these next three stories. We will be right back. Granddaddy came home in a B-52 And a pine box covered in red, white, and 
do He was one of the brave and the proud and the few Twenty-one guns helped us say goodbye I stood there in silence Trying hard not to cry As the preacher he quoted Lines written in red And then he folded his Bible And in a broken voice he said There's only two people who's ever died for me down the life just so I could be free. They both went through hell, bare crosses and shells, and both got back up again after they fell. They never picked the fight that they're there to pick up the pieces. God. Soldiers and Jesus It seems like the news loves to run them both down But whenever we need them They're always around So don't hand me a party's political view There's a left side, a right side, and then there's the truth There's only two people who's ever died for me Laid down their lives just so I could be free They both went through hell, bare crosses and shells And both got back up again after they Never pick the fight, but they're there to pick up the pieces. God only knows who we'll be without soldiers and Jesus. For the path that they chose Cause one fights for my life One fights for my soul There's only two people Who's ever died for me Laid down their lives So I could be free They both went through hell and shells and both got back up again after they fell and never picked the fire but they're there to pick up the pieces yeah, God only knows where we'll be without soldiers and Jesus
soldiers in Jesus We are back and we're talking about the military scoop of August. So this is just this month what we're talking about, what's going on. There's many articles that we can read about the military. These are the ones that I brought out that I wanted to talk to you about. So first one is the Army. The Army is changing how it inspects barracks at Fort Bragg. Troops are evacuated. So these troops are being taken out. I think it's about 1,200 or 1,300 troops out of their barracks building because of moldy housing. Well, how did they get moldy? Because the military is not taking care of it. The Army plans to make a radical change next month to how it inspects soldiers' living quarters after a long history of troops living in a moldy barracks. General Edward Daly, head of the Army Material Command, which oversees installations, told Military.com in an interview Thursday that the service plans to take the inspection process out of the hands of the soldiers who have minimal training and give it to civilian contractors starting in September. This is crap. The reason they have minimal training is because the soldiers especially the mid-level enlisted soldiers, are weak. They are not doing the job that they're supposed to do. When I was in the military and I was tasked to inspect a barracks building, which I did often, not only did I look and see what the people, the military people cleaned in their room to ensure sanitation etc i also looked at the condition of the building so you're going to tell me that none of these mid-level senior level officers that inspected these barracks didn't notice the mole that was going on in the building you got to be kidding me here. And if they do decide to change this and put it into a contractor, imagine this. You're a military person, and now you're not going to have to uh, clean your room. So you're going to live in a hotel, and you're going to have hotel service. And now it's the contractor's responsibility. Where is that going to go? How many hotels have you been in that was crap because of the minimal pay of these people cleaning that hotel room. This is insanity. This is how the government is. This is the woke military. There's two things that having a service member clean their environment, their rooms that they live in, as an advantage. Number one, they learn hygiene habits and keep it up. Number two, 
the senior enlisted people specifically have a responsibility to ensure that that living condition is good for the service member, which, by the way, is in their unit. So they are attached. They know who these people are. They know who Johnny Rotten is that doesn't clean his room appropriately and lives like a pig. They also know the service members that are good at it and can be able to do a great job of taking care of their living condition. The issue now is the senior enlisted do not have the training. You don't have to have training to identify if a building's falling apart. The training they don't have is the discipline training to ensure that those people take care of that room and prevent the molding. Now, if the building's very old, then it needs to be replaced. But that's not what they're talking here. What they're saying is the military can no longer do this job of ensuring that their housing is clean. Reminds me of the day when the military switched over from mess duty. Well, mess duty is like Marines used to work in the chow hall, the restaurant, if that's what you want to call it, where every Marine came and ate. And we had to clean everything. We had to cook. We had to do all those services to provide that to our Marines. And we wanted to make sure it was the best that we can do so that they had a great restaurant environment. And a lot of them were tremendously better than any restaurant I ever was in. It was so clean, you could eat off the floor. But then they switched that over to contractors. And now they complain all the time about the mess halls because the contractors don't care. Oh, they're going to say, well, they'll lose their contract. Fine. Somebody else will come in. The contract will be replaced. They'll shine for a couple of months, and then they'll go right back in the same condition as the rest of them. And nothing will ever be done about it. But if you were in the military, and you were working in this chow hall, and you wasn't doing your job, and it wasn't being clean, and you weren't providing services, and the food wasn't good, your butt got chewed out, or whatever it took to change that. If you had to be replaced by another Marine that was better than you at that, then so be it. That's what you did. That's not how it is today. This next article talks about how the government did investigation about the water quality in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, and found out because of all the chemicals and everything the military dumped in the ground, it messed up the water tremendously. And we had a lot of service members and their families that were affected by this tainted water. And so when that came out, 
the military people and their families that were in Camp Lejeune at a certain period of time went in and applied for a claim and then they were paid money retribution to help with medical bills or whatever it was so the veterans organization have denied 14 million dollars in payments because the VA mishandled the Lejeune water claims the Department of Veterans Affairs mishandled nearly 40% of all disability claims filed for exposure to contaminated water at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, denying or delaying benefits for more than 21,000 affected veterans. The department's top work dog has found. Of 57,500 claims filed in 2017, for illnesses related to the water contamination at the base that spanned 30 years, the VA denied 17,200 of them prematurely instead of asking for additional information, according to a report released by the VA Office of Inspector General. So this is the VA inspecting their own policy, and they're the ones telling us that the VA is screwing up. That's bureaucracy at its best. So I worked for the VA, and I know what the bureaucracy is. And see, you got to care about the veterans, all of them. And you can't just say, oh, well, your report is inaccurate, and forget about it. This is what they did with 21,000 veterans. Instead of reaching back to them, making sure the information was correct so they can get what is due to them, the bureaucracy ignored them. We've heard that one before. Now this one, the next story I'm going to tell you, this article from the Associated Press is tremendously disturbing to me specifically. And I'll tell you why here later. A former Air Force sergeant gets life in a deputy's killing. A former Air Force sergeant who was linked to an anti-government extreme movement and in 2020 attacked law enforcement officers or officials amid protests over the killing of George Floyd has been sentenced to life in prison without parole in the killing of a North California Sheriff's Sergeant. Steve Carell, 33, pleaded guilty in June to all nine counts, including murder, for the killing of a Santa Cruz County Sheriff's Sergeant Damon Gutswiller. Also in June, a federal judge sentenced Carello to 41 years in prison for killing David Patrick Underwood, a federal security agent who was attacked along with a colleague while guarding a federal building in Oakland. This is when he was an active duty Air Force person. You see, the issue is if the culture screwed up, 
and these insane people are being allowed in the military, then the system is failing. They're just allowing bodies to come in the military to fill slots because, like I've said on a former podcast, only 25% of the age group of people, citizens in this country, even have the ability to go into the service. So if that is true, which it is, the Army, the Navy, the Marines, all of the services still have to fill those jobs when people get discharged. They still have to have a certain number of people in the military to do those jobs. And they're circumventing these standards, these requirements that you need to do. They're lying to themselves to allow these people into the service. It's, it's that simple. We are at a tremendous point in our country where if something is not done from a understanding of the importance of the expertise of the military person and the ability to train that military person and the patriotism of that military person, this will get worse. More people will die in training. More people will be killed by these radical people coming in the military. But what's even worse, when we go to war, a large majority of these people will fail. They will not have the skills, the discipline, and the patriotism to fight for this country. That's the worrisome part. Because every single person that has the uniform on should be trained and ready so that when they go into combat or support combat missions, they will be able to do it without emotion, without any decrement of loyalty to America, Without that, a unit will fail tremendously. That's what we're dealing with. In 1996, a sergeant in the Marine Corps went into Miles 39, Camp Pendleton, California, and shot two people, the commanding officer, and the executive officer, two lieutenant colonels, the head honchos in charge of that squadron. The XO died, the CO managed to live in 1996. One year later, I was stationed in Camp Pendleton. That impact of that incident was still felt by that unit over a year later. Because the military failed to ensure the security and the investigation of that individual 
was done prior to him coming into the military. That person was from Guam and was associated with gang members. And the company commander found out about it. And this is how he thought he was going to solve that problem. This cannot happen and should not happen, but it's happening more and more and more in the military. Why? Because the culture is weak. The people coming into the military is weak. So we have to buckle down and fix the culture, fix the environment of our school systems to be able to feed the military with the reliable, God-fearing, loyal patriots of America. So we are able to fight the battles that are going to come. You may think that war is not going to happen in America. Or America's not going to get involved in any more wars. I hate to tell you this. You're living a lie. It happened for years and it's going to continue to happen because the heart of man is evil. And if there's any possibility of any country believing that they can attack and or defend the Americas, the American continent, they will do it. And or if they have the capability to defeat us abroad, which they have done in multiple situations, they will continue to do it. Pray for our military. Pray for our culture and our society to get stronger again so that we can defend the Constitution of the United States and our allies that depend on us to have a strong military force. Please share this podcast far and wide to all your friends, neighbors, social media, everywhere, because I do the research so you don't have to. Just sit back, Pop open a cold one, listen to the gunny, and you're going to learn something that you did not know. This is the gunny on the Patriot Cause. Out. Stand up for the flag and let's all ring the liberty. Make a Ford and a Chevy It'll still last ten years Like they should Cause the best of the free life Is still yet to come The good times ain't over for good